This is Law of Attraction Explored. I'm Tim Grimes. If you'd like a free guide that explains the hidden link between relaxation and the Law of Attraction, or if you want more information about my books or my coaching, you can visit RadicalCounselor.com. Enjoy the episode. So people like to get complicated talking about the Law of Attraction all the time. All these different devices and ways of looking at manifesting concepts and universal reality and vibration elevating your consciousness as far as I'm concerned most of the time we just have to look at our thoughts and more specifically we have to look at our fearful thoughts we have to look at our fear that other language is really just hopefully pointing us in this direction pointing us to look at what we're thinking and feeling and how we're responding to our thoughts. Sometimes when we use, you know, very elegant language, elevated consciousness, for instance, that sounds very fancy-dancy, and that works well for some people to help them look at their thinking, their present thinking, and realize that it's not so-called elevated. But me, usually, I just like to look at fear, and uh, it's not always pleasant necessarily to look at fear which is another reason that people use this fancy-dancy language, because it seems a lot cooler to elevate your consciousness than to look at fear and look at yourself and realize, man, I kind of feel like shit right now. I don't feel good. How can I feel better? How can I relax into this fear? Relax into this moment. And there's a lot of different ways to relax into this moment, you know? Generally speaking, we've been talking about meditative ways to relax into this moment. But in The Joy of Not Thinking, I I describe a couple of very active ways to relax into the moment. A very good way to relax into the moment is to be incredibly physically energetic and playful. If you jump up and down, you know, if you're hopping up and down like a bunny or screeching at the top of your lungs, yelling, making funny noises, Your thinking, your overthinking, is going to have no choice but to relax into the moment because there's so much physical activity going on that you become more present and more likely to relax. I talk about that in The Joy of Not Thinking and also in the video series I did a while ago, about 10 years ago, called Stop Being Serious. But how we are relaxing into the moment right now The approach we're taking is more meditative. Just noticing right now. And allowing right now to be here without fighting against it as much as we sometimes do. Especially when we're fearful. Oh, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. That's how we approach fear. We can't stand it. We can't look it in the eye. As Murphy was talking about. And because Joseph Murphy does such a good job at describing fear and how we can deal with it in his book, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, I thought that we would continue on today just looking at a little bit more of the advice he gives in regards to fear. He writes, You were born with only two fears, the fear of falling and the fear of noise. All your other fears were acquired. Get rid of them. I'm going to read that again. You were born with only two fears, 
the fear of falling, and the fear of noise. All your other fears were acquired. Get rid of them. This book has so much good advice, so many good lines. And that's one of the best lines in the entire book. Get rid of them. Get rid of the fear. So often we say, oh, you know, I felt anxious and nervous. And, you know, we just accept that that's how it has to be. And the truth of the matter, if we're in an uncomfortable situation and we consistently notice that we feel uncomfortable in a situation where we feel like there should be some way to at least feel a little more comfortable, we should recognize that we're right. There is a way to feel more comfortable and we should get rid of that discomfort. Because, yeah, of course, it does seem natural for the fear to be there. And there's a lot of, there's a whole lifetime of being conditioned for the fear to be there. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's natural. And if it's not natural for it to be there, then we can work on dissolving it, eliminating it. People accept too much fear in their life. They buy into the belief that there's a lot of fear out there and feel fearful a lot of the time during their life and during their day-to-day activities. They assume that they're supposed to feel anxious. And guess what? We're not supposed to feel anxious most of the time. Or hardly at all, perhaps, in my opinion. We're not supposed to feel fearful, even in a subtle way, often. Again, if we come back to this moment and really just get present, where's the fear? It doesn't exist. It's not real. As Murphy said, it's a boogeyman. You open the closet up, it's not actually there. It was made up in your mind. People love talking about how fearful and anxious they are. Not always through exactly how they articulate what they're saying, but through their actions and their words, through their deeds. They're accepting this belief that fear is a constant thing. Don't accept it. Get rid of it. And obviously do this in a self-compassionate manner, to the best of your abilities. And be okay when it comes up as it often will, probably. But don't accept fear being there as being something that has to be there, because it usually does not. Get rid of it. Murphy goes on to write, Normal fear is good. Abnormal fear is very bad and destructive. To constantly indulge in fear thoughts results in abnormal fear, obsessions, and complexes. To fear something persistently causes a sense of panic and terror. Now remember, when Murphy's talking about normal fear, he just said normal fear is really just falling in the fear of noise. In other words, most of our fears are not normal. Even if they're subtle, they're pretty much abnormal. And by indulging in them, we are attracting, on a conscious and subconscious level, events in our life that are going to make us more fearful, that are abnormal, that are not healthy. This is the law of attraction. Not all that complicated. Nothing about elevated consciousness. Normal fear is good. Abnormal fear is very bad. Murphy goes on to write, You can overcome abnormal fear when you know the power of your subconscious mind can change conditions and bring to pass the cherished desires of your heart. Give your immediate attention and devotion to your desire, which is the opposite of your fear. This is the love that casts out fear. Again, there's a lot to unpack here, but simply understand that 
what you want, your desire, if it's pure and true, is the solution to your fear. And if we get present right now, not only is it easier to think when we're calm about what we want and what we desire and imagine about what we want and desire, but it's also easier and doable to realize that what we want when we get very still and quiet, that what we want we have right now in this moment. You are what you are seeking. You have it right now. Now. Now, in this moment, this is it. This is perfection. And if you want to imagine having a certain amount of money or a certain relationship or a certain issue being resolved and think about that and feel grateful for that resolution, you're welcome to do that too. But fear has no part of that. Give your immediate attention and devotion to your desire, which is the opposite of your fear. When you're content in the moment, when you think pleasantly and lovingly about what you desire, when you feel fulfilled and expectant of receiving whatever you need and want in life, you're attracting it. When you feel fearful and anxious, abnormally fearful, and indulging in fearful thoughts, playing into them, you're attracting that. See, we can always go back to this moment, to right now, because now is perfection, and we like to make up stories that it's not. You are what you are seeking. You have it right now. We can rest in this. <laughs>